this idea of minimalism had never come up in my life before. My parents hoard everything, like they keep everything. And so I just decided to see how I would feel getting rid of my stuff. And I wanted to just be more at peace because I felt like my life in my home was very chaotic. So I was looking mainly for like peace of mind. Astra, it's a pleasure to have you on Dev Kilo. How are you doing today? I'm wonderful. How are you? Very well, very well. Thank you so much, Astrid. And, you know, I really want to invite you on this episode because I'm really curious to know with someone like yourself, you know, who has really focused on this idea for their life of, I really need to understand what it means to declutter and have the right things in my life. I want to embrace this idea of a minimalist lifestyle, but I want to do it in my way that makes sense, right? Because when I, you know, I've spoken to other people on this channel and other discussions about what this idea of minimalism means, and it seems to have different meanings to other people. But I think in the end, more than anything, just means what you really want in your life and what you really shouldn't. So then you don't feel as stressed. I mean, I think it all leads to either being stressed or not stressed in the end. I mean, that makes sense to me because it's like if you overwhelm yourself, your circuits and your body is going to feel terrible. So can you please explain our audience? What does minimalism mean to you personally as being Astrid and why, you know, because you focus a lot on this idea of decluttering and decluttering your life. I think you have something called the declutter in 20 minutes. Uh, program or something of that nature. So just go into that a little bit and tell us a little bit about yourself and why these themes are important to you, Astrid. A little bit about me. I am uh, a nurse. I'm a mom of two. I live in Miami, which is one of the most quote unquote expensive cities to live in right now. And it's like very flashy, fast um, kind of lifestyle, or at least when people think of Miami, they think of like the beaches, luxury, a lot of stuff, nightlife, kind of like that. And so that has never resonated with me. What has resonated with me is sort of like the opposite, being very unbusy, um, having fun, but also slowing down in my life. And so uh, I realized a couple years ago that, that I was just not living um, in the way that I wanted to, or that I felt was very true to me. And I discovered uh, minimalism through Marie Kondo, which I'm sure you've heard of. And um, once I started letting go of all the things that didn't serve me, or I realized I didn't even need, I felt like my brain fog cleared up a little bit. And I was able to not stress as much of like maintaining my things and, um, just being happier and feeling more freedom in my life. And so um, after I had kids, I sort of reaccumulated a lot of the stuff that I had gotten rid of. And then when I moved into a bigger home, I realized just because I had a bigger home, I felt like I had to bring in all the stuff from my apartment into my bigger home, but I felt like claustrophobic still, you know? And so I was stressed out. I was yelling constantly at my kids because I was so overwhelmed with all the stuff that I had to maintain in my home. Um, every, every time I looked up, 
I thought of like, I have to clean this, I have to do this. And I just wasn't enjoying motherhood and life. And I would talk to a lot of friends and they felt the exact same way as me. Um, like they felt like they couldn't have fun in their life. Like they didn't have time for themselves. They didn't have time for their kids. And that's the whole point of life is to enjoy your life and not be cleaning up the whole time and not be stressing out the whole time about to me mundane things. And so I really try to, um, uh, express that through my, like in my Instagram to people my age so that they could start enjoying motherhood and life again. Esther, it makes a lot of sense to me personally, just listen to you why, you know, this idea of going towards minimalist path makes a lot of sense because I think there's so many people, your story and who you are and how your life generally is. I think so many people relate to that. You're a mother, you have kids, you work, you're busy, you have a lot, you have a lot going on. So it's like, how can I skim off everything else so I can focus on these people I brought into the world, how I can focus like, and I think as well as you know, as a mother, as a parent that you got to focus on you too. If you're not good with who you are, those kids ain't going to be happy. Right? So you are a exemplatory person of why this is really, really important that we need to focus on. So I want to go back really quick because uh, I have some really pointed questions I want to ask you. Let's go back. I want to go back to the moment where you said it, like you mentioned at the beginning that you need to change. Like you made a decision somewhere where you're just saying that like, I have to change because it has to be done. Like what, what was going on in your life that made you decide like, I have to change and follow a different path. What, what was the crux of that moment? I don't know if you know this, but I, I was scammed out of $30,000 <laughs> a few years ago. And that was the time where I had to really figure out my finances and a budget and, um, figure out where my money was going because I was making good money as a nurse, but I felt like I didn't have any, or I, it was like all going to stuff that I really didn't need in my life. And so I don't know, like this, this idea of minimalism had never come up in my life before. My parents hoard everything, <laughs> like they keep everything. And so I just decided to see how I would feel getting rid of my stuff and changing my relationship and my habits with shopping and with my money. And that's how everything changed basically. Like I realized I didn't want all the stuff. I wanted to focus on traveling and having fun experiences with my friends. And I wanted to just be more at peace because I felt like my life in my home was very chaotic. So I was looking mainly for like peace of mind. No, absolutely. And w was that process difficult from your opinion? Like, was it difficult to, to purchase less, to do, let's say certain less activities, not only for the financial aspect of it, but maybe even for certain social reasons, maybe because of relationships. Was the actual process itself difficult for you for a while? And how is it easier now, you would say? The decluttering part was 
difficult because I've never done that before. Um, and it took a few rounds of decluttering to really um, see a difference because you kind of like keep stuff and you go, oh my God, yeah, I'm gonna need this later. Um, and then when you finish, you look around and you think to yourself, wow, I still have so much stuff. Let me try it again. And then you go back to these items and you're like, why did I even keep this the first time? You know, I really don't need this. And then you get rid of it. So you start to become more and more ruthless with your things. So at first it was difficult, but then it got easier for me. Um, and then the other aspect of like budgeting, I thought it was really fun. I realized like figuring out where my money was going and where I wanted it to go was actually like really beneficial for me because I've never budgeted in my life and I just kind of like would spend until I had no money left and I didn't have a savings account and I really wanted to save up for a house and pay off this debt and so that part was not as difficult for me. Um, and so once I changed like what I had to do, like once I realized what I had to do, it all kind of fell into place. You know, to to change a habit is not easy at all. I'll tell you, I've tried to change a couple, two or three, and for me, it's like break. You know, eating nails for breakfast. You know, it's like just it's just it's not it's hard. It's really, really, really hard. And so, for me, it just sounds for me, it's quite inspiring hearing you being able to do this because I'm like, you know, you got to tackle money issues. You got to tackle consumer behavior you're tackling your relationship i mean and you have kids i mean the way i understand is like you have to have a tremendous amount of discipline to do that can you go through your process um Astrid, about and the way that you recommend people to declutter is like what is that process involved like how do you i mean it's just one thing just chuck something but i mean i have if i open my drawer right now there i may have a bunch of stuff but i want to keep it because i have sentimental value with that object which is unbelievable but it gives you a certain memory so how do you how do you ask her to go through that process when i'm helping other people declutter i usually have people start in the bathroom <laughs> It sounds weird, but the bathroom doesn't have a lot of sentimental items in it. So you kind of learn to build that decluttering muscle for yourself by starting really easy, really quick wins. Um, so in the bathroom, you might have like expired products, um, products you've never seen before or haven't seen for a while and you can just throw them away or um, items that you tried and you didn't like that's easy to get rid of. Um, so I usually have people start in the bathrooms um, and then work your way up. Sentimental items should be the last thing because once you've gone through everything, once you get to sentimental items, you really hone in on like what is really valuable and important to you. Because when you, if you start with sentimental items, you could everything could be important to you. Um, but once you get down to like the last things, you're like, oh, that really isn't, I don't really need this. I, that process sounds so good and also so incredibly logical. Like I, 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 I mean, I love it though, because it's like, you're absolutely right. You really need to start with things 
that maybe not don't have such a clear attachment to. I mean, you're not going to throw away, you know, this, <laughs> you know, notebook of something you wrote, wrote down for all your creative ideas, but you don't use them anymore, but you're yeah. just not going to chuck that. Yeah. You got to start with like, you know, the cotton swabs that just got pushed yeah. in the corner. That makes so much sense. I, I, I think it's excellent. And have you, are you like, would you say like you personally, Esther, are you like way too organized now? Or are you still in that process of becoming perfecting your way of decluttering? You would say. I am a good declutterer. Um, at first I didn't see the value in like organization, like baskets and buying extra products to organize your stuff. Um, but the more I, like after I've decluttered, I actually uh, bought like baskets from like Target and yeah. it actually makes things easier to like see exactly what you have and things aren't falling falling down. Um, I'm not the most organized person, but I'm learning and trying every day. And I'm curious as well, are these sort of habits as well that you're still going through and picking up on and perfecting for yourself in your situation are you also teaching your kids yes my daughter is a <laughs> she she um she sees how i declutter and sometimes she'll like she'll be like um mommy please don't throw this away i'm like no i'm not um i know you still use that right and she goes yeah i still use it or if we're going through clothes she'll try something on she'll be like i don't like this you can donate it so she's kind of like seeing what I'm doing and doing it herself. This, there seems to be, I mean, that's fascinating. There seems to be an issue. It just smacked me in the head where I could see this being like something, I, I, I'm not trying to create scare situation, but you said you're in Miami. And at the beginning of this conversation, you said it's about the flash. It's about the, the material things, et cetera. What, what do you say to your kids, maybe when they go to school and they're around other kids and they got all these iPhones, iPhone 27, whatever it is now, mm -hmm. I, I don't remember. When they got all these other like bling and whatever else, I mean, if that's what you want, that's great. But, you know, if your kids are taught a certain, if you're teaching your kids a certain way to understand consumer behavior and objects and consumption in general, and then they go into a situation with other kids where it's not like that. How how are you, is there a way you're maybe training them to have those conversations or, or is it not necessary? Or I'm curious, you know, um, especially being in Miami. Right, right now my kids are only two and four, okay. but since they were very little, um, they, like for example, if they go to Target, they know that they can play with a toy in the store, but then they have to put it away afterward or give it to the cashier and say goodbye to it. Um, and they don't feel the need to take everything home and we don't feel the need to buy everything that we like. And what I've realized, and my mom has realized this too, um, coming to the store with us is that they'll play for something with something for five minutes and then they're like i'm bored next you know the next thing that they want so my mom used to want to buy them everything that they grabbed and then she started realizing like they would get bored so quick and just want the next thing and she was like oh i don't have to buy them everything they can just play at the store and put it back um so that's what i've 
kind of taught them from an early age. We use secondhand clothing, so we don't go to the store and buy like new stuff all the time. We get a lot of hand-me-downs, which I prefer. I think it's better for the environment. Um, and yeah, if they see something that other kids have and they want, I say, well, next time we come over, you can play with this item again. That doesn't mean we have to bring it home with us or buy it. Wow, that's incredible. That's <laughs> and that's teaching them like really good habits as, at such a young age that you know will carry on for the rest of their life. So that's amazing. <laughs> that's really amazing. Really admire you for that. Um, just a couple more questions, Astrid, and you know mm -hmm. the, your experience and the way you live. I think is just very very relatable and inspiring for so many people so congratulations on all you're you're doing to continue to do and i'm really curious especially when it comes to finances as well so i mean for my i'll tell you for myself personally like you know there became a situation a few years ago where i was like yeah i need to understand how much better it'll be to save versus just blowing everything right away because at the same time, if you think of the longevity of yourself biologically too, is like, well, if I have to worry about the way I work and how to work at a much later age, that's not going to be so good for my overall being, right? Because you're going to be more tired and well, hopefully you're doing the right things for your health to not get totally burnt out, you know, to help yourself later in life. But at the same time, I, I think anyone would attest to the fact that the older you get, the more you want to relax. That's just yeah. natural. So in the way that you, you know, see finances and that you personally budget for yourself and your household, like what are some interesting insights or tips, you know, that could really get people kind of motivated on this idea of purchasing what you should purchase that's necessary in a way and also this idea of saving like any insight on that yeah so i don't believe in deprivation i don't believe in having like a scarcity mindset um so because of that i have a budget to do fun things with my friends and with my kids and for travel so that i don't feel deprived when i when I'm spending money on other things. So first I'll pay myself like for investments and the future. I'll put money into savings. I'll pay all my bills and then whatever I have left over, I'll sort of um, divide up into like eating out dates with my husband, fun stuff with the kids, stuff like that. Um, and I never feel deprived or like I don't have enough. That's a very key thing you're saying. It's like you don't, put, at least you don't put yourself in a situation where you feel deprived. You prioritize properly and you are able to live the life that you think is important to you. So I think that's a really, really key. I think that's a great thing. Please comment below all our viewers and listeners. Like, is that important point that Asher is mentioning? Is it really important in the way that you think you should be thinking about money? Please comment below. It'd be great to know. Um, and as for as we conclude, and I thank you so much for this excellent opportunity to speak with you and, and share your story. We truly thank you so much. What, what is the, just to leave our audience, what is one of the biggest things that you've learned about yourself? Like you, Astrid, you know, on how your life has changed 
from how it was a few years ago up until now and what is it possibly like that you feel good about how you are now from from then Oh my gosh, what a loaded question. I, I know, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like I've changed so much. Like the person that I was before, I don't even recognize her. I used to be so angry, so anxious. I used to have panic attacks. I kid you not, like every other day, um, I would be so stressed out. I would overthink. Um, I felt like I had no time for myself. Um, I felt like I couldn't be like the mother that I wanted to be. And like now people don't even believe, like people will tell me like, wow, isn't it hard to have like a full-time job and have two kids? And I'm, I tell them, honestly, no, I find it really easy actually, because just the way my life is set up, it's set up to serve me and my family. It's not set up to, to have me fail. And Clearing out the clutter in my physical environment also helped me clear out the clutter in my mind and my brain and really helped me focus on what I wanted to do in my life and how I wanted to serve others and how I wanted to be as a, like a wife and a mom and a friend and a, just everything. And yeah, no, I, I just feel like so at peace all the time and so calm and energized like i work a night shift nursing job and i feel like i have so much energy um i don't know i feel like you would never know that i have like a nighttime job and a two kid two toddlers um yeah you're amazing that's the whole thing word that government that's so inspirational Esther. i just that, I'm blown away. That's just, you, you work at night. I mean, cause I have a brother who's also that does exactly what you do as well. And he, yeah. you know, for many years he was working night shifts. I was like, oh, how can you do that? And you're doing that and your kids and your husband and this and that. Wow. And you have all that energy. Yeah. I, I, I gotta learn. Well, Astrid, and I, I something really, I'm going to write it down probably after you and I discuss right now, this, what you said, you set your life out set your life up in a way that you won't fail i i th that's key i i think for me i'm gonna take that away like as the big macro thing but like set your life up in a way where you won't fail and i think that's i think that's so key right we got to just really think each and every one of us about those intrinsic things to us that matter most and how we want our actual lifestyle to be because that'll make us ultimately supremely happy I'm, I'm, congratulations on all your progress and continued progress and Astrid, where can people find you connect with you what you know share your you know be part of your journey where can they you know see everything about you the best place to find me is on instagram i'm at um the miami minimalist and that's the best place to find me honestly i will be starting a tiktok soon a tiktok account because i do want to show my life like my motherhood my spiritual journey everything everything awesome so we're, we're going to include uh for all those listening watching we're going to include all asterisks information as usual in the show notes description box and pin comments and all the clips and you can find her connect with her you know just 
draw into yourself, you know, and conclude for yourself what she's sharing that could uniquely work for you and make your life better. And I'm, I'm, it certainly will for me. So thank you so much, Astrid. Really appreciate this opportunity to speak with you. And we'll see you all on the next episode. Take care, everyone. <laughs>